You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. Dot FM to get started. What's up, everybody? My name is Cliff, and you are listening to the What Now Podcast. That's right, the What Now Podcast, where we, through conversation, discuss ways that we can effectively address life's most difficult moments. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's episode. Eight second runoff. What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Pettyjohn, and you're listening to the What Now podcast. I just did an eight-second clock runoff prior to starting the show in honor of Kobe Bryant. That's right, in honor of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is my favorite basketball player and one of my favorite athletes of all time. Uh, we honor him on today, Gigi, and all of those who life was taken away from us suddenly um, in such a tragic event. I'm praying for the families, each and every family. We're praying for you. We're praying for your strength, for your courage, for your encouragement. And we pray that people will rally around you to provide that strength that you need, not just right now, 
but even as time goes on, because for many of us, it's going to hit us hard now. It's going to take us a while to get over it, especially if we were fans. However, this is something now that their families have to live with for the rest of their lives. So I'm praying that the support system remains, the support system remains and that the respect for their privacy as well remains. Um, again, as I said, it was very tragic, you know, but I want to tell you one thing. Kobe was 41 years old. I'm 40. What he did in his 41 years of life was amazing was amazing and the legacy of what he did will live on for generations far beyond him this man his uh impact on the game of basketball an imprint on the game of basketball but not just the game of basketball as he finished basketball and transitioned you know he made a smooth one of the smoothest transitions i've seen an athlete make after having a successful career. So, you know, big ups to, to everything that he's done, to making it about the people, to making it about his daughters, the love that he had for his daughters. And I was talking to one of my friends and I was telling him, I said, it's just apropos or, you know, God is just amazing on how Kobe fell back in love with the game of basketball through Gigi, his daughter. So it's like, it amazes me. And I just think about stuff like this, that, you know, they experienced what they experienced on their way to a basketball game where he was about to coach her. And then ESPN put out that when they found the bodies that he was embracing his daughter. And I was just like, wow, what a way to, you know, go out with what has become the most important or the most valued thing in your life as it relates to family and all of those. And I love what I see going on now because everybody's embraced this hashtag girl dad or hashtag girls dad movement. And I'm hoping that this will reconnect the hearts of the fathers to the daughters. Even if you're out there and you've been a father and you've been estranged uh, or you're a daughter and something went down with you and your father that, you know, you guys have let go on for years. I encourage you, even sons, I encourage you that you make that reconnection. And even as family and friends and loved ones, Life is a vapor, and we used to use this term, life's a vapor, here one day and gone the next. But the reality is, life's a vapor, here today, gone today. Don't let another moment go by, and I'm talking to myself as well, without making sure that everyone that you value, that you love, that you respect, that you honor, that you appreciate being in your life, don't let another moment go by without them knowing how much you value them being in your life. Do you hear me? My little cousin, um, that's my baby girl. I call her my niece as well. Um, but when she wants to get her point across to you and you don't respond the way that she wants you to respond, she says she'll look you in your face and say, you hear me? You hear me? So I'm asking each and every one of you tonight, do you guys hear me? And I believe that you do. 
So for tonight's show, you know, I want to do something a little special. I want to talk about the Mamba mentality, okay? The Mamba mentality. And we've heard it repeated a lot of times. It's one of the things that really uh, drew me to Kobe's game. Um, I love watching MJ play. I love basketball. I love watching the game of basketball. I love it. I prefer college basketball um, sometimes, sometimes, especially back in the day. Duke Blue Devils, Blue a Blue, Duke Blue Devils all day, except when Michigan had the Fab Five and the Fab Four plus one. All of that, that was a different time, definitely a different time, different culture. We'll talk about that one day. Um, but I love watching basketball. Uh, as I said, I love watching Jordan play. Um, but Kobe, I just really enjoyed Kobe's mindset and his psychology behind everything that he did um and you know we all know that his nickname was the black mama mamba that's a snake that will attack you and does not have to be provoked to attack you and if you watch his game you can understand why he was coined the black mamba but he embraced that nickname and came up with the mamba mentality and a lot of us repeat mamba mentality mamba mentality mamba mentality mamba mentality and some people have associated mamba mentality with not passing the ball because <laughs> y'all let's face it kobe was a scorer he was a shooter he wanted the ball in his hand in his mind he did not believe the ball belonged in anybody else's hand but his. It was his shot to make or his his shot to make, his shot to create, or his shot to miss. It was it was gonna be put in his hands. I like people like that. I like people like that because when something is about to go on, you don't have to wonder are they gonna fold under pressure or are they gonna rise you know to the occasion you don't have to wonder who's going to take the shot what are we going to do i don't know what's going to go on and it, it it's amazing because i also like facilitators i like those who are willing to get everyone involved but there are sometimes or some instances in life and in the purpose and in basketball and in sports where you can't get everybody involved because at that moment you're not needed to get everybody involved. You need to step up and be the leader in the sense of the one that I'm going to take the shot. It's going to fall on me. The weight of it all is going to fall on me. Whether it turns out great, not so great, it's going to fall on me. And I love that about him because I don't ever remember a time where I saw him hesitant in taking that last shot, even if he had missed 10 before it. I believe somebody said that he told them the greatest shot you ever will take is the next one. I think it was Kimba who said, <laughs> Kimba Walker said, the night that Kobe scored 81, he told his teammates, no need for y'all to waste your time stretching tonight. I'm not even passing you ball, passing y'all the ball. You know, as a joke, but hey, he scored 81 that night. You know, so that tells you a lot about the, 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 um, mindset of Kobe and even the, the humor of Kobe. One of my favorite videos is watching him and, uh, oh man, Kyrie, another Duke baby. I, I love Kyrie's game as well, but when Kyrie had just came in, it was, it was, I think it was Team USA and he wanted to play Kobe. I think it was for $30,000. The confidence that Kyrie exhibited in speaking to Kobe was hilarious to me because I remember watching Kobe talking to Michael. 
Just a quick FYI, that $30,000 that Kyrie challenged him for was for uh, charity, for charity purposes. But anyway, as I said, I believe Kyrie has that mama mentality. And I believe a lot of people have that mama mentality. I believe we named it different things. And that's okay that you named it different things. If you don't have it, I do believe that there are principles inside of that mama mentality that are beneficial for all of us to have across the board, regardless of what we do for a living, the goals we have set in our lives or whatever. I believe that it is imperative that we uh, display some of these traits, especially especially <laughs> if we want to be successful in all core areas of our life. And remember, we always want to bring about a balanced message. We want wholeness in all core areas of our lives mamba mentality is a consistent quest to find answers a consistent quest to find answers i love that part about it because by nature i am a teacher i love to teach i'm not going to give you the answers but what i'm going to do is i'm going to stimulate your mind enough to want to pursue the answers that you seek need and desire all right so number one, it's a consistent or a constant quest to find answers. And the thing about it being a constant quest to find answers, it's not satisfied once it's figured out one answer. That answer only leads to another question, which leads to another quest to find another answer. All right. It's that infinite curiosity to want to be better. That infinite curiosity to want to be better. Are you curious enough to be better? Or have you settled for just enough right now? Is it just enough what you've accomplished now? What you have now? Everything that's going on with you in life? Is it enough now? Now, I'm not talking about not being satisfied or not being present in the moment. But I'm saying when you're present in the moment and you're, you're appreciative of what you have, it ought to make you have a drive or it should be a driving force for you to per pursue something greater. Why? Because there's greater inside of you. All right. So let's keep going. So, as I said, it is an infinite curiosity to want to be better. Listen to this, to figure things out, to figure things out. We all have the innate ability, listen to what I'm saying, to solve problems and to figure things out. Now, some of you might say, no, I don't, Cliff. I know people that are better at figuring things out than me. Sometimes it's not that they're better at figuring things out than you. It may be they haven't bought into the system that has taught them, that has taught you that you don't possess that ability to figure it out anymore because you bought into the system that you need somebody else to figure it out for you. Now, that may seem to contradict some of the things that I say. I believe in coaches, I believe in pastors, I believe in mentors, I believe in spiritual leaders, I believe in strategists, I believe in all of those things. However, I believe that each of those things ought to lead you to finding the answers that you are seeking. I think that they need to teach you or we need to teach principal tools principles, <laughs> tools, techniques, and strategies that will help you solve your own problems. 
You know, it goes back to that old um, adage, if you teach a man how to fish, then he can eat for a lifetime. But if you fish for him or provide the fish for him, it's only a one-time meal. And we have to decide in life, do we want to take the easy road for that one-time meal? Or do we want somebody to come in our lives to teach us how to fish so we can master that art so that not only will we learn how to fish, but we can take the principles of fishing and allow them to transition or to translate into another venture that we have mamba mentality is you're going you're competing you're not worried about the end results did you hear that you're going you're competing and you're not worried about the end results that my friend is the way that kobe bryant de de defined the mamba mentality and he gave that definition verbally, but we can look at his life and realize that he also gave that definition through his play on the court, his work outside of the court, you know, his relationship with his wife, with his family, with his kids. So we can see that that was displayed. Sometimes we're so worried about the end result and getting to the end and getting to the end and getting to the end. And I talk about this often that we don't take time to enjoy the ride. We don't enjoy the process. We don't enjoy the ups and downs. We don't enjoy the moments that we're spending with those that are on the ride with us. We don't take time to enjoy that because we're so focused on the end result that we miss the moment that is presented to us. And sometimes missing the moment that is presenting to you can alter the end results. So I encourage you to value, 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 value those moments, value those times, value those lessons, value those experiences, value it to the utmost because it's in the valuing of it, the appreciation of it, your presence in it that's going to produce the end results that you desire. But don't be so focused on the end results. Don't be focused on other people's results. Don't be focused on what other people are doing to the degree that you feel as if you ought to be doing this because they're doing that. I got caught up in that. I got caught up in it. I, I think I shared this on here. I may have shared it on my radio show, um, putting out my new book. I was rushing to put out my new book because everybody was telling me I should have another book by now. Everybody was telling me, why haven't you uh, saying, why haven't you written it yet? And I was watching other people that were putting books out back to back to back to back to back. And that's great. That's awesome. That's their process. But I can't be distracted by their process and find myself altering the process that I'm in to attempt to compete with them, and they don't even know they're in competition with me because to them I may not even exist. To compete with their success and attempt to measure my success off of theirs. As long as you are living life measuring your success off of others, number one, you'll never know what true success is. Number two, you'll disrespect the success that you've had. And number three, you'll never ultimately reach success because you'll still be, you'll still have that feeling inside of you that, man, I've done nothing. Sometimes that feeling is I've done nothing is to push you to keep you going so you don't settle. But sometimes that, man, I've done nothing 
is because everything that you've done has nothing to do with what you were called, created, and designed to do. You're just trying to keep up with somebody else. You've looked online. You saw what they were doing. It looked exciting. They made it sound great. They took great pictures. So now you figured... I should be doing this by now. Why, are, why am I not posting pictures? Why does my, my uh, vision statement sound plain and basic? Why doesn't it sound all great with these great big words? Why can't I draw the crowds that they can draw? That's not the Mamba mentality. The Mamba, the Mamba mentality focuses on enhancing their game, enhancing their moves, enhancing their education, enhancing their hands, their feet, their eyes, everything about them physically, spiritually, emotionally, financially, all the core areas of life that Mamba mentality focuses on doing everything that it needs to do in order to produce the great, the greatest products that they are able to produce are the greatest product that they are able to produce. So as we are celebrating the life of Kobe, as we are celebrating all of his accomplishments on and off the court, don't be so distracted by celebrating the accomplishments of someone else that you forget to celebrate your own accomplishments and that you forget to continue to set goals and greater things to accomplish. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, execute your vision. Peace. 24 second runoff. Can you identify any areas in your life where stagnation is manifesting? Now, I know some of you might say, no, nah, I can't. Well, I want us to look at stagnation for what it really is. Some people have identified stagnation as something that's not growing or that's not producing. I don't believe that stagnation. To me, stagnation can also be that yes, we're growing. Yes, we're producing. However, we're growing and producing in a manner that's disrespectful to the purpose and the greatness that resides inside of us. And listen, we all have areas where we can identify that we could be doing a lot better in. There's greater potential in those areas than we are experiencing. And guess what? I have a tool that will help you begin to experience transformation in those areas of stagnation in your life. And that tool is called From Stagnation to Transformation. That's right. That is my book, From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to head over to my website, www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. I want you to hit there. I want you to hit the Transformation tab. There you're going to find a free preview of my book. That's right. A free preview of my book. And I promise you, after you read the preview, you're going to want to invest in your personal transformation through purchasing the book. So again, hit over there, purchase the book. Let me know you purchased it. Here's what I always say, guys. 
If you purchase the book, you read the book, you apply the principles in your life, and yet you still are stagnant in the areas that you are applying them to, and you're not experiencing any transformation, and you can prove to me that you have applied these principles, I will give you a a 100% refund. That's right, a 100% refund. Why? Because I believe in the application of the principles that are outlined in this book. So again, visit www.com. ClifftonPettyJohn.com and purchase your copy of From Stagnation to Transformation.